hey, and welcome to Insurance Town. I'm the Mayor Heath Sheeran and the host of this podcast. And I'm so glad you're here today. We've got a lot of big things going on. If you've been paying attention for the last month, you have seen, maybe a month and a half, depending on when you're listening, it's been going on for a good while. We've got a sheriff of Insurance Town. Aaron Gordon came on the show. He, uh, he called his shot. He said he was going to be the next sheriff. He got challenged by some pretty amazing candidates in Dustin Bryant, in my brother, Chase Sheeran, and in uh, the man, Andy Matheson from Glovebox. And Andy came out victorious, fair and square, put on uh, a great uh, video campaign, put out some great content and posts. And now he's our new sheriff. And what you're going to see from that is he's going to guest host some episodes with me. He's going to co-host some episodes. He's going to just have a... Um, a really cool presence within Insurance Town. You elected him. Can't wait for you to check it out. Uh, it's exciting to know. Today, uh, we've got a good show lined up. We've got my man, Andy Priestman, who if you you probably already know this, but he is the owner of CoverDesk. And if you've listened to enough shows, you know he's a sponsor of my show, and I'm super excited. Uh, but today's not going to be a commercial for CoverDesk. Not only does he have an incredible VA company, he also has been an agency owner, just like you. He has also been a producer, just like you. He's also worn all the hats in an agency, just like you. And you're going to hear about that and how he grew his agency from scratch to, to what it is now. And he's got multiple locations. He's got producers. He's got a big staff. Dude's unreal. You're going to hear more from him here in a few minutes. Until, until then, let's, let's talk a few minutes uh, about my other title sponsor. Proud to have them on the show, and that's Smart Choice. The insurance market has lots of changes taking place, especially in the last year. There's frustration from lots of agents out there with the hardening of market, product changes from the carriers. If you're an independent agent that needs more options for your customers, or maybe you're a captive and you're frustrated with rate changes or not being able to close sales with all the leads coming your way, an agency network like SmartChoice is probably going to be the best option for you. Several of their agents have shared with me how drastically their close ratios increased when they transitioned from captive to independent, all because they had different options for their clients. One even emailed me and told me that their closing ratio was only 20% of the leads that they were giving him at the captive. And now he's closing 75 to 80% of those same leads. They're really a full service program. They've got access to all the major PNC names, programs to help you write commercial they got life, they got ENS, they got specialty, they're national, they're experienced, they're incredible. Smartchoiceagents.com. Go check it out or go to my website, insurancetownpodcast.com and click on their own tab. Also, you're going to hear more from CoverDesk, but let me just tell you their mission statement because I, I think it's awesome. Here at CoverDesk, we have one priority, helping independent agents grow, thrive, and innovate in the 21st century. We do this by offering our insurance agencies access to highly educated virtual assistants located in the Philippines. CoverDesk offers the administrative help you need without killing your budget. That, that's a killer mission statement. You're going to hear more of how they do that, along with how he grew his agency. So much content on this episode. Sit back, relax, stay to the end. My man, Andy Priestman. Andy Priestman, what's happening, brother? Hey there, how are you, Heath? Man, I am good. 
Life is good for the mayor. Um, I am doing really well. So how about you? How's everything going with you in Texas? Everything is great. I um, just got back from family vacation and, um, you know, had like a full seven days of really just turning it off entirely. No phone calls, no emails, um, maybe a few emails here and there. But for the most part, it was nice to kind of, you know, get a, a fortunate to you know, take a family vacation after, you know, however long it's been. So it's it's good. Everything is good. So yeah, it's dude, good to that's be here. awesome. That is awesome. I'm glad you came to visit us at Insurance Town again. Second time. So uh, for those who don't remember all the way back, Andy was my second recording ever, guys. Now it's been over a year. I can't believe we've been there. And now he's a, a sponsor of my shows. This is huge. So let's go back, though, because the people that didn't listen to that one or haven't heard it in a while, let's go down memory lane. Let's talk about your story a little bit. Sure, sure. So um, I, I'm i an insurance agent um, and agency owner, just like many of the people listening to this podcast. And that's really how I started. Um, just to kind of go way back, I guess, I started my career in 2002, right out of college, working for the New York Life Insurance Company, and then realized I got really good training and said, I need to sell products that are, you know, home and auto and business insurance. And that's where I started my agency with Farmers Insurance. Um, and then realized, you know, quickly that I needed to be an independent agency. And um, ended up going independent. Um, I own an agency in Texas, multi-location agency. Um, we uh, write mainly personal lines insurance, and we're about 20-ish people in the U.S. and probably 17 people in the Philippines, um, you know, helping support our sales team and our service team. Um, but today, um, you know, we're hot and heavy, still selling personal lines. Um, you know, I started my agency uh, doing direct mail marketing. And, um, you know, it worked really, really well for many, many years. And we uh, still do a little bit of it today. But, you know, we are uh, across the board doing all different types of marketing, um, you know, when it comes to personal lines insurance and just making sure that we are evolving into that agency of the future um, and being that digital agent. Um, so we've kind of taken our, uh, you know, traditional agency digital and what I mean by digital is we are um, using salesforce.com and we've built some comparative rating systems that are proprietary to our agency, um, really doing some really, really cool stuff. Um, so that's kind of high level. But, you know, I started my career as an agent, um, just just like everyone else. Wow. Yeah, I, there's some things I want to follow up on that because I, I noticed, if I'm not mistaken, uh, you know, I've talked several times over the last several years. Um, you started Greenway or bought it or whatever, 2004. Lots of change in 2004. You said, you know, you started off direct mail marketing. Uh, that was before, If I'm, am I right on 2004? Um, yeah, so I started, I, I was a career agent with farmers, like okay. you know, into 2004, 2000, started 2005. But really, we went independent after Hurricane Ike. And okay. we're, we're a scratch agency. Uh, we also, um, yeah, I mean, we're a scratch agency, started from zero and basically um, still still going strong today. But, what you know, what fascinates me is the agencies that are still around, you know, there's a lot of them, but you started off, you know, even like before social media, before the cell phone, you know, before so many other things that have changed since back in those days, which doesn't seem like that far ago when you think of 2005. But lots of change. You know, you started with direct mail marketing. What's that been like going through that as you're trying to bring, would you say you're trying to make it into, uh, 
you, an agent, uh, agent of the future, uh, a digital agency. What's that been like for you? I mean, look, there's a lot of great agencies that have been built off of spreadsheets, um, you know, using Excel, including ourselves. Um, but, you know, if you really want to scale your business and you want to make sure that you're here for the next 10 to 20 years, you've got to adapt, you've got to adopt technology, even build technology. Um, but, but for us, um, direct mail marketing was a great program for us. We would mail hundreds of thousands of letters a month um, in a year even um, just to make our phones ring. And it worked really well. It got to be very expensive. Um, so we kind of pivoted and we said, hey, let's go after lenders. So, you know, for the most part, our business comes from mortgage lenders and officers. And that's the majority of how our business comes in today uh, from, from my agency and a couple other ways. Yeah, that's uh, an interesting thing. You talked about being personal lines. Uh, if you don't mind, is it like a, a large, like 80% personal or is it even a larger percentage? It's that? larger. It's larger. Yeah. You know, probably 90% personal lines, um, you know, and, wow. and the rest is, you know, commercial, a little bit of life and health. And um, yeah, so we're, we're really, we kind of stick to what we're good at. You know, I think I've tried over the years to be that commercial lines agent. We've hired producers it's worked out for a little while and then it, you know, didn't work out. Uh, we have a decent sized book of business with, with uh, our commercial lines, but I just don't have that producer that's bringing in new accounts, you know, day after day. Um, so we've kind of just said, hey, let's stay in our lane. We're good at writing personal lines. We write a lot of it. Um, and let's just continue on that path and see where we go. Yeah. Now, did you, did you spend any time in the beginning stages like a lot of did uh, and maybe even now? On the social media, the Facebook, the LinkedIn, any of that kind of stuff? Or did you skip right over that? We did a little bit of it. I mean, you know, did we do it well? No. I mean, we... we Does anybody kinda, do it well? <laughs> I don't, you know, you got to have a full-time person in your office. Which yeah. we, we've done that. We've had that. We have that today. We're still kind of working on it. I think I'm working on that more for other people than myself, um, just with the other things that I'm involved with. But, you know, you, that's a dedicated... Look, if you don't have a marketing person in your office or, you know, a service that's going to do that for you, it's just never going to get done. So for us, we have recently made some new hires and working on things like that. But, um, you know, you've got people that have like full-time videographers in their agencies now. And like for us, like we don't have that, but we have a, a full stack developer team that is, you know, are, you know, working on and creating and building technology. So we've kind of gone the little bit of a different path, but um you know, I think with time, we'll probably get there on the social media side. Yeah, you know, off air, you and I uh, were talking about uh, my friend, my new friend, Caribou Honig. He came on my show from ITC. And you said you've been to every conference that started. Shout out to ITC. Um, but he made a comment. Uh, you'll have to listen to it if you haven't yet, uh, which I'm sure you have. You're a great listener. <laughs> but anyhow, he says, um, for those that, you know, don't adopt the technology moving forward, I mean, you can be old school all you want to, but those who don't adopt and try to move forward and be that agent of the future, as you talk about, you're going to end up being left aside. You know, you're going to end up just shrinking away and kind of dying. And I well, hate to well, be well, you said, Yeah, you said it. I mean, for many people, the business, it, it's just going to pass those agents by. And it already has. I mean, a lot of them are just retired in place. They should have already moved on by now. Um, and they're just shrinking and shrinking. So you either need to adopt or build technology or join, uh, you know, some sort of network or um, franchise or aggregator out there that's going to help you continue uh, to grow your company. 
Yeah, that's the way no, that I feel. no, I completely agree. And it's funny, I, I get these uh, updates from different like lending services that tell me which agencies are for sale. I'm sure you get those too. And it used to be a few here and there. And the latest list I got was like 200 deep of agencies yeah. for sale within my geographical area. Sure. And um, if I was a buying agent, you know, I, it'd be candy land for me. But obviously I'm not anymore. I'm committed to this full time as the yeah. mayor here. But I think that's fascinating. Yeah, there's a lot of opportunity that that that's out there. Um, it's not going away anytime soon. Even as an agency owner, I'm approached weekly, whether that's by an email or a phone call from, you know, from either a top ten uh, agency or broker or even a private equity company that's, you know, looking to to make a make a you know bias up and. Uh, you know, maybe that might happen one day. We'll see. You never know. But, um, you know, there's a lot of great opportunities for a lot of different agencies out there. That's for sure. Yeah. And I was going to ask you about that. I did, you know, you talked about multiple locations. I know you've got several in Texas. you got one in Orlando, which I'm sure is just a write-off for Disney. <laughs> just kidding. And then no, you've got yeah. one in California. So, I mean, yeah. were those all scratched or were those? Everything you know, has been scratched. We're about a $50 million agency. But um, scratch on every one of those. Every one of those. Yeah, we've taken so, over a couple of producers that maybe haven't you know, worked out over the years. But, you know, we have a career producer program is how I've built the company. So we're looking for agents and producers that want to come in and they are going to build a career with us, you know, and they uh, have the ability to make really good income. Um, and we have built a process around what we do. So our salespeople can just sell. Their job is not to service a policy. Their job is not to send an ID card. Their job is not to do any of that. We have an entire service department from the level one, level two, level three to really handle all of those functions. And that's kind of, that's that's how we operate. Um, so it's just a huge uh, opportunity for our producers and our agents that are a part of Greenway. And then um, new producers that we're hiring, which, you know, we're kind of working on some new things right now with some internal service center, I guess not service center, but inside sales center that we're working on for Greenway on our retail side. Now those career agents, they end up with any kind of, you know, equity in their book or agency ownership? You know, or... we have a couple people that have some equity ownership in the books of business. That's really um, cool. So, so there are, there definitely is that, that opportunity is there. Um, and, and that was important for them and it was important for us to make sure that I could hire somebody that was going to work as hard as I did to build the agency. And we have people that work just as hard as I do, um, but it's their skin in the game with me. So I can provide all the tools, all the back office support, all the systems, all the technology, but their job is to sell the policy and keep doing that day after day. Yeah, I think that's fascinating. I'd be interested to know not necessarily just from your agency standpoint, just in general, do you notice uh, agents that do have that equity or that sweat equity or, you know, genuine equity in agency versus ones that don't? Do you see a difference in their work ethic or how hard they try to go after business? Anything like that? 100%. How many producers do you know that can write a million dollars a year in new business year after year or $600,000 or $700,000 in personal lines, new business, not commercial, personal lines? Um, so we really give them the ability to grow their business with us um, and uh, build a nice career, make good money, um, and 
and have, uh, you know, have a really great opportunity in front of them. But I definitely think you get people that work hard across the board. But as far as like, you know, if you treat people well, if you pay people well, and it's not just about money, you know, nowadays, like we have a lot of different age groups, you know, if people want to work in a happy environment and have a nice culture and, and be appreciated. And I think for us, Greenway has always been, we've been a very decentralized office where we have multiple locations um, where, you know, we treat people how we want to be treated. And that's important to me because if you, if you, if you allow for that and you don't micromanage people and you ask them to do the work the right way and they come in and they do a good job and you treat them well, you don't need to, um, they're going to be happy and they're going to stay. We have producers that have been here for five years, 10 years, um, 13 years. And, and that same, that goes along with our other staff as well. And they, they love, um, they love the work that they're doing. They love the environment. Although we're decentralized, we get together once a year during the holidays, have a blowout party for about a day and a half. Um, you know, we try to get a meeting in, you know, a meeting or two in, but often, you know, we're having a nice dinner, celebrating with the team, really, you know, just kind of focused on everyone's hard work um, from that year. So I don't know if I'm answering your question. I feel like I'm going off on a tangent, but you know, I think for us, it's um, it's about the people. And that's really what I've learned is if you hire great people, you whether that's, you know, your producers or your service team or your leadership team, um, that will allow you to grow your company. But if it's just one or two agents or three agents trying to do everything and, and not letting go of certain things that an agency owner or manager should be doing, or maybe shouldn't be doing, I should say, um, you're not going to grow. You're not going to scale. No, that's awesome. I learned from a good friend of mine, never stop a tangent. When someone's going, you're, you're dropping gold. It's good stuff. Someone out there is listening to that thinking, I need to start adopting that in my agency. Or this is something I need to hear. So I'm not going to stop you when you're going off on a tangent, as you call it, which I thought was great. Um, you know, that's something that it seems like from our friendship over the last couple of years, uh, one thing I noticed from early on, um, on your LinkedIn, you say you're in permanent beta, always on, always learning. Um, yeah. Is that something you've always had in your life since a kid? Or is that something just as an agency owner? I think, over the, I think over the last, like, probably like seven to eight years, you know, I just... I don't know. I feel like there was there were times as an agency owner, I was often burnt out and often had to find a new way to do business or else I don't know how much longer I can stay in the business. Because if you don't have thick skin to be in this business, like you have to have thick skin to be in this business. So I was always trying to find new ways, better ways. Um, but I do feel like I'm always in permanent beta and always learning and trying new things. And if you're not doing that, and if you're always in a comfortable place, you're never going to grow. Um, so I, I do feel that way. Dude, I love it. Did you coin that? Always permanent beta? No, I, I don't think so. I, I think Dude, I, I love it. Seen, I, I'd probably seen that somewhere, you know. <laughs> I, I, don't, I, I definitely am not going to take uh, credit for, for, for taking <laughs> that. I'm sure I saw that somewhere, but I didn't know anyone that had that. So I'm like, all right, that kind of fits me. So, Dude, um, I think it does fit you. And I think uh, – you know, also when you bring that up, you know, I know when you were talking about being burnt out in the beginning, you got a whole bunch of hallelujahs and, you know, amens from, from other people listening in their car. So it may have pulled over a little bit and just had a moment, but because there's a lot of people that feel that way. And so over the last, what has it been, 16 years, however long it's been, I can't do math yet, I'm recording, but um, how have you prevented yourself from having that burnout? Has that been something that, you know, 
you just always keep yourself busy or you take that time for family vacations or what do you do to keep that, you know? It's definitely you- not the family vacation. I'm definitely not the guy that's like going on a family vacation every year, but um, I want to be, and I do my best to do that. I feel like um, you have to do that um, or else you're going to watch your kids and they're going to grow up and I want to be there as much as I can. I do work a lot, um, but I would say, sorry, I'm like having a brain freeze for a minute. No, you're but, fine. But basically, um, you know, as far as me, it's been a game is really, it's been a game. How big can we grow? How fast can we grow? What level can we get to next? And and that's, that goes with Greenway, that goes with Coverdesk. Um, so it's like, how, how many people can we get at Coverdesk? Well, we have 600 people. Well, when are we going to get to 1,000 and 1,500 and then 2,000? So it's like, let's just keep going. And I feel the same thing in the agency. Um, you know, I think we've been a little bit stagnant, you know, the last, you know, couple of years as we, you know, at Greenway, as we've been working on building out some technology, but now that we have it, we've built it, we're ready to scale, scale, scale. Um, and it's super important to me, um, that I see that through and I've got some lofty goals that we're going to have to get to. Um, but I, I think for me, it's just always, always, things are always changing, um, and the insure tech boom fascinated me. It still fascinates me. Like I said, I was at the first ITC. I met some wonderful people. It was a very small group at the time, but every year I had come back with wonderful takeaways, with great, just enhancing my network. Um, and, and, and I'll just kind of tell you like a side note, I had started a company with two guys. Um, I don't know if you saw my post the other day, because it was kind of like the anniversary of the Facebook post of our, we started a, a crowdfunding insurance company and it didn't like, we didn't, so it didn't go anywhere. So we, we went and we found, I, my job was to find the carrier. The other guy was the data scientist. The other guy was the business development side of it. And we were all running around New York for like a year trying to find underwriters to underwrite our program. So if you're familiar with like crowdfunding, so if you have like the smart the smart watch and you want to build it um, and you're like, everyone's going to buy it, I need to go raise money on Kickstarter or Indiegogo. Well, there's a percentage of those sales that often, uh, or not sales, a percentage of, of those campaigns that fail. So we wanted to ensure the campaign for when it failed or essentially the whole website. Well, we couldn't get those two companies to uh, integrate with our platform. They wanted us just to go find the customers. So basically um, that didn't work out, but you know what? That's okay because then I figured something else out um, and kept going and doing what I was doing. And, And just, if you stay in your lane, I think, that's the best way. I see a lot of agents do a lot of different things, whether that's, you know, and I, I think there's nothing wrong with like investments and property and, and diversifying your portfolio. But I think um, there are some insurance agents, especially owners who get too wrapped into what number one, everyone else is doing that next shiny object. And then two, um, they want to do everything. They want to be a realtor. They want to be an insurance agent. They want to do accounting or, or, you know, taxes, you know, um, you know, and for me, I've just, stayed in my lane. Um, and that's what's worked for me. Um, I've been blessed with uh, having a wonderful company for a long time. I, I blood, sweat, and tears all the way through day in and day out. But if it wasn't for my team, my leadership team, our agent team, our service team, I, I don't have anything because I'm one guy. I can't run you know, 40 something people. It's impossible. So some of the things I love that you just said, you talked about challenging yourself to keep growing to keep going, to keep doing. 
in order to do that, you have to have a phenomenal team, as you call it, a wonderful company and a wonderful team behind you, because it takes a, a lot as an employee to keep up with, you know, someone that wants to keep going and put their foot on the gas and never let off. So Look, you've had to, I, that's a I, culture I, you had to create. Yeah. In, in, in the beginning, I didn't have that. I, um, I was not the easiest guy to work for. Um, <laughs> You know, uh, I mean, I don't know how many CSRs I probably ran off, you know, or, or, or producers. Who knows? I mean, um, right. you know, but I wasn't the guy to let go of anything. I wanted to do everything myself. But when I learned to delegate and I learned to give up certain things that I either I wasn't good at or didn't want to do, that's when everything changed. Um, and in 2015, I think it was 15, I went through a course with Goldman Sachs uh, Small Business. Um, and a lot of the things like... I knew some of the things, but that's kind of when my eyes really opened. Um, and I said, well, I, th I think, you know, Covered S started in 2018, but basically I learned so many things that I'm working on today that just by taking that course and being more um, just open to change and delegating and just having a leadership team changed it the way that I operate and do business, because there are a lot of things like I do not want to do. I do not want to be the guy to do the commission reconciliations. I do not want to be the guy to handle compliance. Like, like I want other people to handle those things. You know, I want a sales manager to handle a sales team. I want a service manager to handle a service team. Um, although I could do a lot of those things really well, there are several, several things that I'm, I'm not good at. So. Yeah. And that you know, leads straight into, um, and we'll, we'll kind of go back and forth a little bit. But as I mentioned earlier, you know, Andy has become a sponsor of the show with Coverdesk. You hear me talk about it every week You hear earlier on this episode um, in the intro here. But, you know, you said something there that I think is fascinating for other people to hear. Those tasks that you don't want to go, you don't want to do, uh, the administrative tasks, the things that, you know, you could do, but you're taking away from things you're better at. You created a way to, to fix that issue. And I shouldn't say create it because VAs have been around a while, but you made it, you know, a cool thing to have in insurance agencies. Tell me how that came about, uh, what CoverDesk, you know, is to you, and kind of the beginning stages of that. Yeah. So just to kind of give you a little bit of context, how we got here, I, I struggled finding people uh, to hire. And in 2016, I think it was, we were just trying to find some people to hire. I had some friends that were like, hey, Andy, you should hire a virtual assistant. I'm like, well, what's a virtual assistant? And they tell me, and I'm like, no, nah, that's not for us. And then they kept calling me, you really need to hire a virtual assistant. So I gave in, I hired a virtual assistant. And then it was going so well, I said, well, how do I get more virtual assistants? So we, we finally got some virtual assistants. And then I had friends, I think it was like 2018, I'd given a, a speech or a talk on VAs at the IAOA conference in, um, I think it was in Phoenix. Um, and basically I gave that talk and everyone was like, it was January of 18. Everyone was like, hey, I want to hire BAs too. How do I do this? Can you help me? And then everyone came and I'm like, look, I can help do this. I can't do it for free. Um, and then I kind of knew that we had something. And, you know, today Covered S started from, you know, one or two VAs with our very first, you know, few clients to where, you know, we're over 200 clients and 600 virtual assistants. You know, we're here to provide capacity to agencies so their people aren't looking at their phone saying, please don't ring anymore. I have enough work to do today because that is what's going on in agencies day after day, hour after hour. Yeah, you're exactly right. I hear it all the time as I consult with agencies and I talk to agencies and I have people on my show 
or I talk to people from the PIA or Big Eye or whatever conference I'm at, it's always, you know, one of the top things I hear about is I'm overwhelmed. I can't do this. I can't do that. Or my staff is overwhelmed. You know, you got that CSR that says I can't take another thing on my desk or I'm going to scream. And again, it's those little things. I wish I would have had a VA when I was a producer, uh, those vehicle changes or endorsements for those uh, commercial clients or um, those, you know, things like that, anything like that, that I couldn't do and sell. If I could have had a VA to help me with that, um, to do certificates, uh, all those things, uh, that's got to be where VAs have helped so many agencies across the country, for that matter. Mm-hmm. Yeah, look, outsourcing is not new. It's been going on for many sure. decades yeah. in this country. Uh, most American companies are, are doing business globally. Agencies, the agencies that have done it and hired, whether it's a VA or an outsourcing service, are typically have been large enterprise agencies. Uh, you know, your top, you know, hundred brokers. They've been doing it for years. But what's great today is that any type of agent or agency can hire a virtual assistant. You could be a scratch startup, one person agency. You could be just starting out. You could be in the business 10 years, or you could be, uh, you know, however big, it doesn't matter. Covered S can help you. Um, It doesn't matter what size you are, how much premium, how much revenue. Our job is to provide you and your team additional capacity. So your people are happy. So you can do the work that you want to do. So you're not handling all those remarkets that are never going to go away um, or certain certain endorsement changes. Um, but we're, we're not seeing things slow down um, right now with the labor shortage. And even before the labor shortage, you still had a problem because so many people within the IA space are, are retiring. So then, you know, if I've got agents, and here's the thing, because I preach cover desk a lot. And people that are listening to this right now, they're going to say, you. yes, you know, I've heard about VAs, I've heard about covered desks, and the, the things that I get, and I'm going to call them out, not by name, but they'll say, I don't want somebody that speaks a different language or someone that, you know, to be, and I tell them all the time, they don't have to be forward facing. They don't have to be, you know, talking to your clients. They could be on the backside of doing things. And then I'm sure you do have some VAs that speak very good, solid English, and they could so be forward-facing. For, for so, those people that are coming to you saying, I don't want a foreigner, uh, I'm worried about the accent. So the reason why U.S. companies are in these other countries, like we're in the Philippines, we're looking at going into Mexico, uh, which is just super close, like a nearshore operation for us, they're great on the phone. Whether whether they're going to take in phone calls phone calls from your insureds, or just to be able to communicate with your team. They can be on a Zoom call with your team and be on a Monday morning meeting or whatever day that's going to be on, and they're going to get to know your team just like anyone else. They're just halfway across the world. What I often tell people is when you call Verizon or AT&T, they sound scripted. You can't understand them. Yep. Well, let me tell you something. You cannot script insurance. It is impossible there's too many underwriting guidelines, too many rules, too many carriers. It's impossible. We are teaching insurance uh, that, that you cannot fake it till you make it. Um, it's going to end real quick if you do that. And what's different about CoverDesk, and we know there's some other VA companies that have popped up since we started. We have an operations team, operations managers, team leaders, subject matter experts, trainers. We have support. Um 
we, we really have the whole nine yards. Our, our VAs go through a four-week training, and then they go through another four to six weeks, what we call a nesting phase, where we're there to support them throughout their day for several weeks and then beyond that. So they're not running to the agency for every single question. We can, you know, if you have a question about AMS 360 or about Applied Epic or whatever you're on, we can handle those questions in our office. We're also an office-based company and our training is done in our office. We um, have several people obviously working from the home, from their home due to the pandemic. We moved like, you know, 250 people home in like 48 hours, you know, in March of 2020, like, like many companies had to do, right? So we pivoted really fast. But I would say, um, you know, if you're looking for a VA, and I'm not, I'm not trying to, it sounds like I'm selling right now and I'm not. But No, this is why I brought you on. If you're looking for a VA um, and you really want a company to help you train them and provide support and be there as much or as little as you want, Coverdesk is the company because we're not here to find you a VA and say, good luck. We've done this hundreds and hundreds of times. We know what our clients are looking for and we know how to make it successful. And most of our clients, just so you know, Heath, don't just have one VA anymore. They have two and beyond. We have clients that have 10 VAs, 20 VAs, 40 VAs, 60 VAs. Most of our clients you know, have you know, one to five VAs. Um, and like I said, they're there to provide capacity, whether that's from a, you know, uh, you know, accounting, you know, accounting is a new thing for us. We've started this division of accounting. So if you're looking for support to your accounting team, you know, whether you're a larger agency and you've got a couple people in your accounting department, but you've got somebody out maybe on maternity or they're on PTO, or you're just looking for an extra 40 hours a month, we'll cover us can handle that. Um, and then we also have, uh, you know, VAs that can support in multiple different departments. So it's worked out really, really well for our customers. Clients love their VAs. Even we have clients who you go to their website, meet the team. Well, their VAs are on the, on that page too. Their pictures and their bio because they are just like anyone else. They're just halfway across the world. And when I go every December to the Philippines, I've got an extra suitcase that's loaded up with agency swag of agency t-shirts and hats and, and all the good stuff for their VAs. Um, but I have some clients that are like, they wouldn't know what to do without their VAs because a lot of times they create new processes that the agency never even had. And they're like, hey, what do you think about this? And they implement it to the whole agency. See, that's fantastic. And that's one of the other things, yeah, I wanted to bring up. Um, you said if you're looking for a VA, you know, Coverdesk is the right place. And I agree with that. What about those ones who are sitting here saying, I, I never thought about a VA. I don't know that I'm looking for a VA. You brought up some good points here. If you're needing some help in accounting, or you're even needing some help with taking some of those medial tasks off or those, um, you know, minimum wage kind of tasks off their plate. What's some other, you know, key indicators if someone's listening to say, crap, I need a VA? <laughs> I, I, I think, yeah, I think a lot of people think that the VA is just kind of like, oh, they can help me get started. But like a couple of the highest and best uses for a VA is like personal lines quoting, commercial lines quoting, whether that's you know, putting it into easy links, like, like we're not just putting it into easy links and seeing how far you can get. We're actually finishing the quote. We run the RCE, we run the clue report. We give you the, the, you know, the top three quotes back finalized for your team, your agency to look at and say, Hey, Mr. And Mrs. Client, you're either, you know, here's your best option, A, B, and C. Uh, and we, we do the whole thing, whether that's, you know, personal lines or we can do submission process with all the accords, 
We can do certificates of insurance, endorsement changes, and all of our people are not licensed. So you have to look at your state and say, hey, what can you can what can you what can you not do? But for the most part, our direction, the VA's direction comes from a licensed agent. We are really what I refer to as high-end processors at the direct control of a licensed agent. Hey oh, sorry, not sorry. I do love that guitar though. Uh, we've got a mid-roll ad. I want to talk to our friends over at Canopy Connect. They are a phenomenal one-click solution to getting those deck pages you need to quote your prospect. I'm telling you, uh, it's hands down the coolest thing I've seen. Uh, I've done so many demos. Uh, I've been a part of them since the beginning. They've been a, a part of my show since my beginning. And I've seen them grow so much. And I want you to be a part of that. And you get a discount for being one of my listeners. Imagine if you had a link that you could send out to your referral partners as well, as well, where these lenders that you're talking to who deal with customers and close on deals every single day, they give those customers, their customers, a link to your email address, to your login stuff, so that you get those deck pages you need to quote those prospects. How game changer would that be? It's incredible. Go to usecanopy.com. Check it out. Tell them the mayor sent you, get your discount, schedule a demo. Back to the show. Right. And so what, and maybe it's putting you on the spot a little bit, but I like doing that. It's kind of fun. So I'll give you a minute as I ramble. What are some of the neatest or the most unique or fun ways that you've seen someone use a VA outside of the norm? Is there anything that comes to mind? I'll ramble for a minute to give you time to think about it. But I would imagine there's probably some creative ways that people have used VAs. Um, and, and a, for example, you know, I had a friend of mine that called you, uh, about a VA, he wanted them for cold calling, uh, which I yeah, thought was sure. fascinating. And so, and I, you know, you talk about someone that could have been afraid of a, a dialect or a, you know, a, yeah, a yeah. phone voice. He didn't care. And he said it worked hand over fist. So he was starting to get all kinds of leads from that. What are some other ways that people use VAs outside of what you mentioned? Yeah, I always tell people, you don't have to just use a VA to do insurance. It could be taking in phone calls, lead generation. It could be video editing. Uh, it could be marketing and branding. Like we definitely have had a client who said, hey, I'm going to use them as my sole marketing and branding. And they're doing newsletters or they're doing, you know, you know certain campaigns, whether that's, um, well, it could be all different types of things, but, you know, kind of like the win backs, you know, home, no auto, yeah. all that stuff. Like you could use a VA for that. And we're actually working on a program to where we can offer some programs that we can kind of just do that turnkey for you. Because a lot of times agents want to hire, hire a caller, but they don't have the right script. They don't know what to do. So we're developing some programs to where like we have a turnkey solution. So you're not wasting your money saying, hey, did I find the right person to make 500 calls a day using a dialer? So there's a lot of different things, but I, I think the marketing and the social is huge. The video editing is huge. We have a couple of clients that we provide their video editing uh, editors. Their VAs are doing all their video editing. Uh, so there's a lot of different things. Even a VA could be great for a book role. So if you're trying to do a book role, whether you use our dedicated VA, your VA, or we have something called Covered S Direct, which I'll get into in a minute, we can do all projects. Like whatever kind of project you have, maybe you're moving from one AMS system to the other, well, Covered Us can help you with your data cleanup all day long. Compliant, so, compliance is huge too. Like I don't know a, enough agencies that are reviewing every policy that they that they sell 
every application should be looked at and reviewed within a certain amount of time. Well, VAs can do that all day long. Sure. Uh, I think that's that's huge as well. And uh, not enough agencies do that to begin with. So to be able to have a VA to do that for you, it sets you apart from the guy down the street, yep. whoever that might be. So I think that's that's a big thing as well. I just, uh, I never, you know, before you know, I never thought about having, you know, like you said earlier, it's tough. The social media thing's uh, not an easy task. And to be able to have a VA to take that off to do those campaigns, they could probably do that in their sleep. And you don't even have to do insurance knowledge or insurance posts. They could post all kinds of cool stuff for your agency. Yeah. I mean, look, so we're in the Philippines. The Philippine culture, they're very similar to people in the U.S. Out of any other country, like you're not going to find the dialect, the communication. They're all on Facebook. They're all on Twitter. They like to go to Starbucks. They like to go to the movies. They're very similar to us. So they understand our culture just by watching Netflix, by doing the same things that we do. There isn't another country in Asia that is as similar to the Philippines. And that's one of the reasons why it works so well. Often when we hire people, and I'll go over our process to hire people because it's very different. We're not here to say, Keith, here's your VA. I found you somebody great. I think you should hire them. Our process is that we're gonna line up three to five virtual assistants for you to meet. We're gonna give you their resume. We're gonna give you their assessment. And we're gonna do a real interview. Our recruitment team is going to be there every step of the way. Our client relationship manager from the U.S. typically will be there as well or somebody else from our leadership team because we want to make sure we're hiring the best of the best. And basically, you're going to ask those interview questions and you're going to have the right, maybe not the right, but you're going to say who you hire. It's not going to be covered us. And if, look, if we get a hire wrong, we'll hire another person and another person if we have to. But the reason why we're successful, one of the reasons, there's a lot of reasons why we're successful, but one of them is because our clients are involved in our hiring process. And that is very important. Yeah. I, I also wanted to, you to be able to highlight and let them know, uh, people that are listening, your VA is your VA, not your VA and another guy in Texas and another guy down the road in Texas. And another guy in Louisiana on the border of Texas. It's your VA only. Yeah, this is a dedicated, so we hire dedicated VAs. That's our main service. They're only going to work for Heath Sharon Insurance. That is it. Um, yeah. So now, you know, they're only going to work for the mayor. That That's super important. If, yeah. if they are going to be shared, and that's entirely different. Because every agency has a different process, a different system. There's, It's very hard to... Share. We do have a shared program, which I'll tell you about in a minute. But I was about for to us, ask you, yeah, yeah, the dedicated, dedica- yeah. So the dedicated VA is like what most of our clients do today. Very successful. But I realized that I had a problem, and I said, "Well, what happens when that VA is out sick or on PTO, and you just have one VA with me, or it doesn't work out? Well, what do I do? I, I could lose a client because they their VA said, "Hey, this wasn't for them." So we developed what's called Covered S Direct. It's an on-demand team of about 50 to 60 VAs that are there to do the same type of work that any VA could do. They're already trained. They're managed by our internal team. They have a team leaders, subject matter experts, the same way that our dedicated VAs do. But you just send us the work and we do it. It's strictly a back office team. There's no answering the phones. There's no real communication with the agency other than some email back and forth. But if you said, hey, I have 200 remarkets to get done this month, you could send them all to Covered S Direct. It's called Covered S Direct. Send them all to Covered S Direct and then we'll send them back to you. 
And we can either do those as they come in, like policyholder requested remarkets, or send us your renewal list, and we'll work them throughout the month and make sure you're 30 days out or 45 days out, however far you need to be out to handle that renewal. And that's handled by a team, not just one VA. That's a whole team that does that? It's a whole team, but it's probably one or two VAs that are only going to work for that one agency because we're not going to assign multiple licenses to multiple VAs. So it's going to be probably two people, typically, depending on the volume, because if one VA is not there, I got to have a backup to do the work. So I have a a 24-hour deadline to get that work done. So if you send me a remarket today at 4 o'clock, I need to have that back to you tomorrow at four o'clock. No questions wow. asked. Fully done. End to wow. end. Not, not just putting it in the radar and seeing how far you get. I'm talking running the RCE, running the clue report. Uh, you know, we could run MBRs, but we, we don't because I learned the hard way at Greenway Insurance when I had a $30,000 MBR bill when we first started. So <laughs> I tell everyone, we're not going to run your MBRs unless you want us to. Um, but that team does more than just quoting. We do submission process. We do endorsement changes. Um, and we charge by the quote, and then we charge hourly for certain tasks. So, um, you know, EOIs, mortgage changes, like we can do that stuff all day long. And it's pretty inexpensive. You know, there's not a huge commitment to cover us direct. It's a little bit of a different commitment. You know, I don't think we're expensive to begin with. Are we the cheapest in town? No. Or are we the most expensive in town? No. We're right there in the middle, but I do think um, you pay for what you get. And we do things, you know, really I'm blab, I'm blabbing on now. We are insurance first people. Like we know the insurance game. We also know that BPO and VA outsourcing game as well. Our director of operations came from Sears, uh, who ran large call centers in multiple countries. Uh, We have five or six people on our leadership team that are all been in the insurance business for, you know, 10 to 35 years, basically. Um, You know, and it's... That's, that's very important. If you don't know insurance, then this won't work effectively. Yeah, no, I think that's fascinating. So if I'm listening to this, I'm thinking, you know, I like what you just said about remarkets or about having covered desk direct. Is that, uh, and if I have several projects throughout the year, is covered desk direct a, a one-year commitment or is it project no, by project? We don't, we, don't, we, we don't have any one-year commitments. We are a 90-day contract with 30 days notice. Covered desk direct is just a 30-day notice. So we are proven. Um, we do not need long-term contracts. Um, look, if this doesn't work for you, it doesn't work for you. We want to be the easy company to do business with. But after that 90 days, I can renew the same one each and every time. Yeah, it's an ongoing same... contract. We just need 30 days yeah. notice if you want to end end your contract. So if I wanted minute. to have, uh, you know, XYZ employee, so to speak, for the duration of... My agency, however long, if that guy's with you still, I can have that same VA for as long as I want to. Yeah. And look, we're going to continue to do an annual review every year with the VA. We're going to get a raise every year. The client is the one doing the assessment. It's not, I mean, we assessed our VA on certain things, but really because our client is in charge of the VA, they're the manager of the tasks and the work that they're doing. We we ask that our clients do the annual review with us. So they're going to score them. And then they're going to get a pay raise based on how they, how well they did. We also have a lot of clients that do incentives throughout the years in each quarter where they're, where they're sending additional bonuses. And, and guess what? We send that right to the VA. That's not shared with Coverdesk. And when it comes to be Christmas or the holidays, big bonuses going over there to their VAs because a lot of our clients would not know what to do without it. I wouldn't say they don't know what to do. They love their VAs just like any other employee in their office. That's the best way to put it. Oh, I've heard that from multiple people. Now, uh, you know, those, again, that are listening, um, 
no matter where you are in the industry, first year or 35th year, uh, whose payroll are they on? Are they on your payroll or are they on my payroll? They're on our payroll. So CoverDesk is a U.S. company. Um, we also are a Philippines company as well. So we have in the Philippines, we're CoverDesk Philippines, Inc., and we are we handle all the labor laws. We handle everything um, to make it le- legal and safe. Wow! So that's a huge savings right there to have them on your payroll. Absolutely, uh, I think um, we take the burden, the liability off of our clients, which is really important. So if you're, you know, looking to hire somebody overseas or hire a VA, you don't have to worry about the payroll taxes, the insurance, the benefits. Covered as candles, all of that. And what's nice is the virtual assistants, our employees actually do receive those benefits. They get medical insurance and they get the government mandated benefits and they get PTO time and they get U.S. holidays and Philippines holidays off. So it's super important. And we follow, like I said, we follow all the labor laws in the Philippines, making it safe and secure. Uh, And we work directly with you and your team. And if you have IT security requirements, we will also, excuse me, we'll also follow those IT security requirements that your organization have. Yeah, so that's that's a huge deal, and uh, some of the things that you know uh, agency owners deal with is that that payroll tax, or can you afford to hire somebody else? And when you take that burden off, you know, from that perspective, that's a big savings in itself. And so that's pretty awesome, and that you're safe and compliant with the Philippines and whatnot. Uh, that helps uh, as. Uh, a big benefit too. So uh, we've talked about CoverDesk Direct and we've talked about the other CoverDesk. Is there anything you want to add to that? I'm sorry. I don't think so. I, I think, um, you know, my biggest, what I always like to tell people is the, the 10 to $20 an hour work. If your employees are handling tasks that are 10 to $20 an hour to get those tasks done, you should be paying 10 to $20 an hour to get that kind of work done. So the person that you know, makes, you know, 50, 60, 70 plus, you know, thousand dollars a year, those people should be handling higher revenue generating opportunities, whether that's new sales or servicing clients and handling the retention or whatever their job is, let them handle their job. And and that's really where Covered as shines. Yeah, that's what it sounds like. And so uh, it sounds like if you've got an employee, uh, if you've got an agent or producer or somebody like that, that's really good at closing a deal, opening up a sale, you know, uh, building relationships with your lenders, let them do those things and then hire a VA to take care of the other things. Absolutely. A hundred percent. That is exactly what I do in my agency today. Like I said, we focus on our sales people focus on sales. They're not allowed to service. If they are doing service work, they're not doing their job. You do not want a producer doing mortgage e-changes and ID cards and certificates of insurance. It's not the best use of their time. No, it's sure not. Now, let me ask you this. I've got some of my audience uh, works for carriers or they work for other organizations. Uh, Maybe it's a, a, a restoration company, a claims company, a claims officer, something like that. Is that something that uh, CoverDesk can help people with as well? We, we can. We actually have a handful of clients that are MGAs and MGUs. We also can work with restoration companies. We have, actually have a client that uh, is a restoration company. They also own an insurance agency, so it kind of works out nicely. But, yeah, we can help carriers, MGAs, anyone really looking to handle back office processes. That's what Covered Us does. And we are specific to our industry. We are very niche-based. We stick to insurance. 
so if it's you know about you know claims or um, inspection companies, like we can handle all different types of insurance related tasks. That's not a problem at all for CoverDesk. Yeah, so that's incredible to hear because so many of my guests and so many people that come on. You're more tailored towards the agency side, but you say you can help, you know, all of the industry, whether you're, you know, like you said, MGA, MGU, or you're a carrier, or you're an agent, uh, or you're just looking for a social media person. Really, CoverDesk can be that, you know, full service person for your agency to help you be more efficient and take care of the processes or the things that you need to get done. Absolutely. 100%. Um, we're here to help with all of those different types of things. And, uh, you know, we're always changing and evolving and getting better. And we truly want to partner with clients that are similar, that have the same values that CoverDesk has. And all of our clients are wonderful to work with um, and they keep growing with us. And I will also tell you, Heath, um, we also want to meet people working for carriers and MGAs, those sales and marketing reps. Like we think this is a great tool for you to have in your toolbox for those marketing reps that are listening. We want to put on webinars for your your agents, whether that's individually or in a group. We are happy to do things like that. Oh, dude, that's cool. Uh, that would have been so helpful uh, as a former marketing rep to have that kind of uh, offering from you. So that's cool. Um, yep, so. Yeah, that's really neat. So let me let me switch gears for just a minute um, because I want to go back to Greenway Insurance for a minute because you know you're an agent first, um, and I do like that because uh, you're not just uh, you know focusing all your attention on on the cover desk. You are just like my audience listening. You're you're out there you know in the field uh, slaying dragons or you know, whatever you want to call it, uh, bringing in business. So uh, you've been in the business a long time. You own agencies and or you're part of agencies in different parts of the country in uh, several states. Uh, what could you say attributes uh, to your success or to Greenway's success as a, as a large, as you said, 50,000 plus agency owner? Uh, what could you give some advice on that on? I mean, I think hard work, uh, you know, putting in the, you know, the day-to-day -day grind. I mean, I, I, I still have the same energy. I don't know how that I had, when I first started, um, there's just something about it for me that it's never enough. Um, I like to work, um, you know, some people work smart and, you know, I think I'm the guy that I work smart, but I also put in the time and the hours to get it done. And, um, you know, I think for me, that's, that's what's worked for me. And I'd say to other agency owners, like you can have anything you want to have. You just need to put in your time. Um, and for me, even when I started my agency, I had no money. I was broke. I worked at the Marriott part-time, um, working the front desk and in the back from three to 11 every single night. And I would sell insurance, um, during the day and I'd get in trouble because I was always selling insurance at the Marriott. But for me, it was, it was, um, it was either time or money and I didn't have any money back then. So it was time. So I just had to put it in and I, I just wanted to see how far I could get to and make my first hundred thousand dollars and then see where it you know took me and um obviously um I've been able to duplicate and triplicate myself over and over, and I think that's the name of this game. It's not about and look, I'm all for you know agencies that just have one or two people and there there's no no problem with that, but if you truly want to grow your company, your agency, you need to hire people, you need to duplicate and triplicate yourself and let go of some of those tasks, whether that's to a VA or somebody in the U.S., um, a producer, an account manager, like the licensed tenured account manager, you'll always need that person. Like that's never going to go away. Like a VA cannot replace that person. I want to make that very, very clear. You need those people. 
That's a great answer. Um, you know, I think that that's something that uh, if you're listening to this, I, I hear too many uh, agents that call me or that uh, text me uh, or that, you know, reach out to me on email and they want that silver bullet or they want that that one trick, you know, what can I do to get myself over the hump? And for to hear you say, as someone who's very successful in this industry outside of cover desk, to be able to say, it's hard work, bro. I mean, it's just putting your head down, put your, your hard hat on, grabbing your lunch pail and go to work every day. That's never going to go away. And if people aren't going to work hard in this industry, they're not going to go anywhere. That's what it takes. Um yeah, I mean, for me, it was either it was either time or money, and and it's still time. You know, like like as much as like I can outsource and I can, you know, build technology and adopt technology. Um, you know, if you're if you're an owner or a manager and you're not present and your team is, well, that's kind of a problem. Like people need to see you. So um, if I just go away, well, my employees and my agents are going to be like, "Where's Andy? Like, why are we still here?" Um, and we have a great environment and like they don't need me to operate today. Um, we're very self-sustaining without me. If I want to leave for two weeks, I can leave. And, and but it took me a long, long time to get to that point. So, yeah, that's awesome. Um, and one of the other things that I love about you that I figured out uh, even long before we became friends, I'd hear your name, you know, uh, around parts of Arkansas, even uh, that you're always that guy that's willing to take the phone call to help somebody out. Uh, if you're if you're an agent, whether you're in Arkansas, Texas, California, or Utah, wherever, and you just have some questions or you know want to bounce some ideas off somebody, I truly believe that you're the type of guy that would take that phone call and help an agency out, not try to sell them anything, or not try to take any money from them. Yeah, you're just that yeah. guy. You're that guy. Yeah, I've always like enjoyed talking shop with you know agency friends, and I've I've become very like I have good friends that have been in this business for a long time, whether that I met them maybe on an agency council meeting or at a carrier trip or some sort of, you know, local, you know, event that was in town through the big eye or a carrier. Like I love talking shop. People can call me anytime. Happy to tell you about the success that we had in direct mail marketing. Somebody called me just the other day and wanted to talk about it and said, Hey, happy to talk about it. So, you know, anytime somebody wants to talk, I'm happy to share what I've learned because I've made a lot of mistakes along the way, and I'd rather share those mistakes than let somebody else make the same mistake that I did. Yeah, I'm a huge believer in community over competition, and so I love that you have that that attitude as well. And uh, I wanted to give you a minute uh, before we wrap up, uh, and I'm going to set you up on this. If you don't answer correctly, we're going to you know do it again. But is there anything new or exciting that's going on in CoverDesk right now that you want to talk about? So I guess as far as like new and exciting, we've just brought on some really top-notch people. Like we brought on Janet Tuttle to round out our insurance accounting division. We have, we're super excited to have her. Uh, Nick Berry, who just came over to run our product and marketing, huge. Again, a lot of people know Nick from his prior role at Rocket Referrals. Um, so like we've got just building a, a dynamic team uh, always working on getting better. We're building out some technology uh, that will be able to help virtual assistants and their clients just to become more efficient and do certain things quicker, faster. So, but as far as like anything that's like specific, right, this moment that I can talk about, probably not, but um, just a lot of great things going on at CoverDesk. And we're looking forward to seeing a lot of agencies um, in the in the next coming months, whether that's at the Hawksoft Users Group meeting in San Diego or IAOA in Florida, we'll also be at the LAI day, LAIA, 
excuse me, LAIA in Miami, and then INA, which is in Chicago, same weekend. So we've got a few events lined up, and we'd love to, you know, talk to anyone that's going to be there. And it'd be great to network and just hear about your agencies. Yeah, I love it. You answered just like I wanted you to. I knew you'd made some big hires and, you know, shored up some of the needs that you needed uh, within CoverDesk. I think that's awesome. As you said, you've been hiring over uh, and making some changes, and not changes, but some hires over at Greenway and then also at uh, CoverDesk. So it just goes back to an old saying that I've heard recently even more and more is always be hiring and, um, you know, scaling and, and looking to grow. And so it's good to hear you're living that out. And I think any agency that's listening to this right now, if you're wanting to grow and you're wanting to be like Andy and have that foot on the gas pedal, you got to always be hiring whether it's a VA or whatever it might be. Yeah, you have to be hiring. Um, and I am I still get on our interviews today with certain clients. Um, I'm a part of the process. And I really, like, we're the type of company that, like, if you need to call me on my cell phone, you've got my number, feel free to call me. Uh, that's kind of who we are. This is a relationship business, and we feel the same thing at CoverDesk is – we uh, our clients are our partners, and that's really really important to me. Yeah, I think that's huge, uh, and I and I love it, and I appreciate you coming on with us today again. And I and I'm very thankful for you being a, a sponsor of the show and making it happen for me and helping my dreams come true uh, and being able to leave you know full time company role and agency side to do this full time. And so it's super cool for me. And I, I can't thank you enough for being a part of that and believing in me and my citizens enough to do that. So thank you for that. Thank you for being here today. Absolutely. I'm glad to be here. I'm sorry it took so long to get me on. I, I couldn't be more thrilled to be a sponsor with uh, Canopy Connect and Smart Choice, two really great companies uh, to have our name uh, next to theirs and, and be here um, with Insurance Town. Uh, I'm honored. So thank you very much. Yeah, dude, it's super cool, and I, and I love my my family over here. So thank you for being uh, an ambassador, and I'll always be an ambassador for you and your company, too. I hope you have a, a great rest of your day, brother. You, too. Thanks so much. Talk to you soon. Bye-bye. Yeah, man. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you for checking out my episode today with Andy Priestman. I really hope the content we brought you made you a better insurance professional. Uh, go to CoverDesk.com. Check him out. Uh, really reach out to him honestly about if you've got any questions or how to run an agency or what to do in these certain situations or whatever, because he really does want to help. He's been a, a major part of IAOA. He's been a major contributor with, with some other of these Facebook groups. Um, he really does want to help our industry to get that much better. If you have an idea for your own show, go to getreadysetpodcast.com. Uh, check it out and uh, you can find them on LinkedIn, Facebook, Instagram, you name it. You can find them. Ready, set, podcast, turning your brilliant idea into a reality. Thanks again, guys. And I look forward to hanging out with you again next week.